0: Guess who's back, 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 back again, back, back, he's back, 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 that little friend, that friend.
1: We're flying high with the wings and talking all things lacrosse. You're now listening to the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, everybody? We are back. It is episode number 63 of the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Kyle Bennett, OTB Herm in the building at Underground Studios getting you guys set for everything that's about to go down this week in a Tim Hortons field in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And in uh, just a few hours, Herm will make his uh, his trek to Tim Hortons field going on brother the
0: podcast goes north eh i am i'm excited i I won't be at tim hortons field for a couple days taking a little pit stop in toronto you know doing some touristy stuff catching up with people you know the usual canadian visit however i am i am excited i think that the pll is getting ready for what will be the best attended maybe other than maryland weekend of the season because the people of canada love their lacrosse and i think that only having one game in the entire country for this entire season is going to just
1: bring out a hullabaloo of people it's going to be absolutely bonkers um and if you haven't already make sure you check out our san jose recap pod with the classiest member of the pll deemer class uh you can get on apple podcasts spotify google play soundcloud stitcher wherever you get your podcasts and if you want to Find the tweets when they go out, follow us on the twitter.com at OTBLaxPod, and follow the network at UndergroundPHI, and while you're on Apple Podcasts, leave those five-star ratings and reviews as well, Um, but yeah, this weekend is going to be uh, a ton of fun as everybody heads to Hamilton, Uh, a 12.30pm Saturday matinee game.
0: Yeah, it's an early one, I have a feeling there was some kind of issue with NBC Sports there, and the networking timing mm-hmm. because i mean twelve thirty is kind of early but you know what i'll wake up nice and early a vlog will be out probably that night for morning you guys scooter ride a little sc- i will need a scooter ride and a coffee really early that morning but um i mean that's it i don't think alex is staying with me this time though so maybe i'll, I'll just do a solo scooter ride but um solo dolo so I, i'll let me go a little bit faster uh, <laughs> not not holding anything against alex but um she she put the brakes on a couple times there Meanwhile, I kind Everyone's of... was ready to put the pedal to the metal. I kind of weave in and out of traffic on those things, because, <laughs> you know, especially in Toronto, I mean, people are so nice there. They're much nicer than America. <laughs> and that game is
1: going to uh, feature Chaos, the lone team in the playoffs right now, Yep, uh, going up against Archers, and like we said, that one is on NBC Sports, on the television, so make sure you're watching on the old TV... Or if you have your subscription for NBC Sports Gold,
0: or on the new TV, I mean, whether it's an old TV, that new too. TV, turn it on, watch some great lacrosse. I mean, Archers have something to play for here, mm-hmm. like something incredibly crucial to play for. Chaos However, does too. chaos is not going to let their foot off the gas at all now. They, like they want they that one seed. They want the one seed, and they're just a gritty ass team that's going to get after it every single week. They're they're not letting a playoff clinch. Hold them back from going out there and trying to put up 21 goals on mm-hmm. Archers this week. So I mean, we're going to get a feisty one here, though. These are two teams that I like to get after, especially the Archers. I mean, we see them causing a commotion. Weekly. Bunk bed boys. Oh, the bunk bed boys are. Uh, did you see, okay? Wait. You the did you see the tweet about the girlfriend and boyfriend dressing up as Marcus Bravo. and Will? Bravo. That was probably. That was. I say this every, once a week, but like, tweet of the year. Oh, yeah. I mean, Bravo. If Brunk Bread Brothers might have been. <laughs> that is, that oh, is relationship goals. That, first of all, I hope you guys stay together till Halloween because, like, that is. That's the, commitment. That is commitment, first of all, to already be planning out your uh, costumes. And second of all, I mean, that is just. That is amazing. <laughs> now,
1: obviously, our boy Mikey Diggs tape uh, came up with the whole bunk bed boys movement and left that as his apple podcast review um so we're just gonna go back take a look at that because there was a question there where that tweet i don't know if it was the boyfriend or the girlfriend was it the girlfriend that tweeted it i believe the girlfriend tweeted it yes um she was asking if marcus holman was a top or a a bottom bunk guy right and digs tape marcus holman is definitely a top top guy yep so whoever is marcus holman is going as the top bunk see but this makes sense because i think that <laughs> the height differential here
0: works because will i mean obviously he can cuddle up into the small bunk mm-hmm. you know there's no there you can't hang your legs off the small is one precise
1: he's the, gonna
0: the holman top bunk though you got you have leg room you can drop the legs off the top i mean that's everything you need it just it's part of their chemistry it's like yin and yang they work perfectly cat and dog cat and dog um peanut butter and falafels um <laughs> I mean, any of the above. That's how these guys work. And the Marcus Holman-Will Manny combo is about to w- add Joey Sankey to that, mm-hmm. is about to come out this weekend and show out. Because, and I mean, these guys want to get into the playoffs. They are now in that three-seed speed three, spe- th- three seed that is coveted, honestly, at this point because there's five teams other than the Chaos
1: fighting for it. Not to mention Captain America going to his winter home. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, you know. Marvel shouts. Um, Tommy Schreiber going back to Toronto during. He's, he's very comfortable in the, the uh, season, northern country. So, um, that's something to keep an eye on, too. Because I mean, Tommy, Tommy's gonna ball out no matter yeah. where he is at. Last week, yeah. but he's gonna have that fan, that fan base. Yeah, I mean, up in Canada. I'm, gonna there see, I'm,
0: I'm hoping to see a lot of Toronto Rock jerseys. Maybe a couple Cal- Ooh, Sorry, guys, drop my mic. It um, wouldn't be a podcast without a drop mic. It would not. But I mean, I hope I see a lot of Calgary Roughneck jerseys. <laughs> I hope I'm sure my boys will show out. I am. We not need to know. About we need to know. A
1: friend of the pod, Sask Rush fan, is gonna be at. PLL weekend. Oh yeah,
0: Sask, if you are listening to this, let me know. I'll get you an avid the vlog. listener to the pod. Right, great guy. Um, you can hop in the vlog. I mean I will be taking a trip up to Saskatchewan to see a rush game this winter so if not this weekend, I will certainly see you then. But um, hell yeah guys, I am just so amped. I can barely even think about lacrosse right now. I'm just excited for the atmosphere of the weekend. I think that the Premier Zone is just going to be popping off. I, you know it just crossed my mind as I was saying that do you, th- do you think it's difficult for them to like bring all of this stuff like for the premiere zone across like customs in, <laughs> into another country like what do you guys got in the truck uh just uh like you know, some La chicken, cross and a beef, a pizza <laughs> a little bit of everything but um no, it's going to be an unreal atmosphere. Chaos and Archers are going to start us off with probably one of the best games of the weekend because these two teams are just goal-scoring freaking machines. A ton of fun to watch, and I'm pretty excited. And then we come back for the 3.30 recap and
1: have just as good of a game. Yeah, the 3.30, uh, I guess you'd call it the afternoon night cap? The afternoon cap? After dinner. I would just call it the dinner cap. You know, it's going to be a nice little mid-afternoon game between the two teams in last place, but this game has a lot of meaning for Chrome. I think it has meaning for, for sure. both of them. I mean, the only thing Atlas can really do here is work
0: on that. I mean, well, first of all, they, they have to win if they yeah. want to do anything at all. Both but teams they, have to win. Well, both teams have to win. Whoever loses is out. But the thing that the Atlas need to work on here, if they are going to pull out this win, they need to get that goal differential up. They need to win this game by 10 goals. Like, mm-hmm. there is no other Which option. Which I don't see happening. No, I mean, that's, but... that's
1: absurd. You'd never see that happen in the pro Chrome... Cross League needs to win this game i think chrome has more on the line here just to kind of fuel because they have the goal differential in their
0: favor right so i know that like chrome has the least amount of chance to make it into the playoffs right now however in my mind they're right there with the archers Mm -hmm. and redwoods because i mean i just think that they're they have a chance i I, there's something about this team that has all season been not itching me because that sounds weird but like pushing me in the direction of, I think they might be able to just sneak in and do something wild because they're so damn talented. I mean, last week they put up 20 goals, dude. Like, that's unheard of in this league. So, I mean, for if Chrome wins this one big, I I wouldn't be shocked if they make that four seed.
1: Yeah, we were just uh, hanging out with our, our sound engineer, Tyler Steinbrunn, and uh, he brings up the It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode where yep. Charlie Day is just... Wild card, bitches. That's <laughs> that's gonna be Chrome. <laughs> I, I, I mean,
0: there's no wild card in this league, but I sure hope they they're, do. They're
1: the wild card. They are the of wild the league, card, yeah. man.
0: Because they're so damn talented, and they have put up so many points, and they literally have the best goal differential in the league. But they have the worst record. It makes no damn sense. They're so good. They have the like my favorite coach of all time. It's it just it's wild. They have gutty. It gutty, makes gutty, No gutty. damn sense. it, but, uh, it happens, man. Chrome, but no, this this Chrome Atlas, Atlas Chrome an NBC
1: Sports Gold. I'm pretty
0: stoked. I mean kind of knocking Atlas off their high horse, putting them on the computer network. (laughs) But um, I think Atlas is going to come out ready to perform. I mean, they're obviously, they have some things to put together here as a team. They've struggled all season long. They weren't the team that everyone presumed them to be coming into the season. However, I think they can put some stuff together Mm -hmm. this week. I think that Paul Rabel gets a little bit more comfortable with his new gear. Maybe we see Jack and Cannon go off and play like he did at the All-Star game. I mean, you just you never know with
1: these guys. And then uh the Sunday solo spotlight on NBC Sports, six PM Eastern time, the Atlanta rematch, mm-hmm. whip snakes, Redwoods. Easy W. Not even concerned. <laughs> this guy. Um I'm bummed I can't be there for this because we all know what happened when we were in attendance the last time these two teams played yeah
0: i had a great vlog did excellent got a lot of views got a lot of shares (laughs) redwood's got that dub yeah i mean it happens it was the first time we lost all season the law of averages said we had to lose eventually and that's what we did it's gonna come into play again i don't think so man i think that the whip snakes find their groove this weekend and start going on a little bit of a tear here i mean we've
1: dropped a few these last couple of weeks and i don't think that's that's a to be fair, both of these teams, granted their records are different, they're in the same situation right now. Right, no, Both completely. on two game losing streaks, both trying to clinch a playoff spot. Redwoods get Greg back, Whip Snakes get the, the Matt Rambo back in a big, sense. The <laughs> biggest thing for Redwoods though is how long will they have Greg back for in this game? That and they also don't have Kavanaugh? Yeah, that's my big, that's the bigger concern for me because you have a guy who is ample enough to fill in for Greg in Raganese. Who's going to take Matt Cavanaugh's just stupendous season that he's having and they don't fill have Matt, that boy? They don't have Matt Cavanaugh or Glazner. I mean, yeah. they're
0: two pretty key positions for the Redwoods. But, I mean, I knowing Nat St. Laurent, he is going to be well-versed in what he needs to do to get his team prepared for this one. Obviously, when you guys played us first time, who were you? You were missing you were missing somebody i can't remember off the top of my head Mm -hmm. however you were able to battle adversity and beat the whip snakes so i don't think that's going to change at all this week i think that the whip snakes are going to come out and have to play their absolute best game because a guy like jules henningberg can come out and put up eight points and just completely bury a team so i am super excited kind of a weird time slot 6 p.m on a sunday but it's cool um super excited nice little dinner time spot i'm really excited to see what they do with matt rambo after last week hope maybe he got his act together did whatever he had to do talked it out with stags and comes out and puts up eight eight points maybe six goals two assists i'd be cool with that an eight and two or six and two day but um yeah dude i mean the pll is just proving proving me right every week as i came into the season like a fresh butterfly into the wind and had all the hopes in the world, and they are literally blowing each one of these hopes through the water each and every week through attendance, through social media, through actual gameplay. I mean,
1: PLL is just, just killing the games, my dude. And for all of our Canadian listeners, all these games are available on Sportsnet 360. Yep. The Sportsnet. Herb, there's, a, there's a comment on the uh, the PLL kind of just breakdown of when the games are on yeah. their Instagram. <laughs> And it might be one of the funniest things I've read all week. All right, let's hear it. It's insanely long, um, but it's worth it. So this is from Alfred underscore Johnson ninety nine. He says in little Uzi Vert's song titled Sanguine Paradise, Uzi clearly states that he grows from five foot four to six foot six simply standing on his money. If you take this into account, he grows fourteen inches. Let's assume that he's standing on a hundred dollar bills. A one hundred dollar bill is zero point zero zero four three inches thick which means an inch of one hundred dollar bills is equal to twenty three thousand two hundred dollars multiply this by the fourteen inches he grew and you get three hundred and twenty four thousand eight hundred dollars you can't balance on just one stack of money so let's assume he's balancing on six stacks multiply three hundred twenty four thousand eight hundred by six and you get one million nine hundred forty eight thousand eight hundred dollars according to google Uzi's net worth is approximately 17 million dollars. Take the one million nine hundred forty eight thousand eight hundred dollars that he's currently standing on and divide that by his net worth of 17 million and you get about 11. Point, eh, like 0.11463529411, which equals 11.46 percent. So given all this, Lil Uzivert is standing on 11.46 percent of all of his money or $1,948,800 in Sanguine Paradise. The PLL responded, good to know. Yeah, that went right (laughs) over my head. To whoever commented that,
0: great math. I really hope that you get into accounting one day, maybe, for me. I could not care less.
1: <laughs> I, was am just I am so lost, that, man. Wait, somebody commented is... that on a PLL post? Yes, and then just the PLL's response, good to know. Good to know. It's just like, great. Uh, thank you. And man. then we bring up, talk about Charlie Day, what are the odds that they used picture Charlie Day um, there? Oh, no, yeah, that's They used picture Charlie Day. Maybe we should make that a segment every week. Just go and read a funny Instagram comment read from
0: it. the PLL. Guys, be better.
1: That was good such job, an guys. awful
0: comment. <laughs> Thank you, PLL, for shutting it down, kind of, Good sort of, but, but who listened to all those numbers? <laughs> if you if you just went and listened to that entire thing that Kyle read and understood like even half of it, go leave us a five-star rating and review, and make sure you comment as to how you felt about the math, how that comment made you feel. I mean, make sure it's really long and descriptive, because anything that isn't is really boring, and we don't like that. So, five stars first then leave the comment as to how you felt about that comment because for personal reasons
1: i hated it because then we'll read your review on the podcast that's how these things work so instead of reading instagram comments we'll read your five-star rating or review i'm sure it'll be a lot more entertaining
0: personally however we have a little bit of a side topic this week to get into i think that it's really important and crucial to the conversation of the premier lacrosse league with the growth in the pll i think that we've we've kind of talked about it and i mean we see players coming in every week the player pool's growing diggs tweeted about it the other day about mm-hmm. all of the players who have the potential of being drafted into the pll what what is the future looking like for the pll this is us just shooting the crap you know not these are no, nothing
1: written <laughs> in stone but i think that it needs to move up to 8 teams next year i agree i think it needs to be a slow not slow but it needs to be a a calculated gradual, gradual increase in teams mm-hmm. um you see it in leagues right now as they rebuild like the arena football league they're taking those calculated you know decisions Steps. on how to expand and making sure that they have the proper behind the scenes ability to do it to then bring it to the forefront so i think 8 is the right idea for next year just based off of Who's in the league right now, who's in the player pool right now, who's going to come over in a potentials? I would say they would do like an expansion draft um, of some sort, and then the entry draft for college players. See, now I really want this to happen next season, however,
0: recently Art or Lacrosse, I don't really know much about the Instagram page, has been tweeting about the new Wolf Athletics hexagon lacrosse balls that they've been testing out and working with that they say they're going to be used for next season. However, on these balls is a print of every one of the team's logos, and currently the only logos on the ball are the six teams right now. So if they're only, I hope that it's just kind of through the test that they're only using these six teams. However, if not, um, Art Relax Instagram is the place to go check it out and really see if... The, if this is the future of the next season, maybe, uh, for both the lacrosse ball and the teams that are going to be represented in the league, but, I mean, there it's a cool idea. Apparently, the balls are like more accurate and more grippy or something. I don't know. It, it looks, looks really kind of cool. funny, but... kind of looks like a little soccer ball. Yeah, it looks like a soccer ball, and I guess with the indentations, it catches the mesh better, and it'll be better for... Apparently, they use them for the All-Star game, so okay. the guys are already familiar with the idea and concept, but... I think that it's a really cool thing that they're doing. However, if they're going to stick with only six teams next year, where are these guys going to go? Because these teams are already so stacked, man. I and mean, We just
1: talked about it before we started recording. It's like, when's Curtis Dixon going to play? When's Callum Crawford going right. to play? So it's like, these talented guys haven't even seen the field yet.
0: Right. So And there's so much talent on these teams already. It's like, you got to dilute that. And I understand the slow movement process, especially with a tour base. I mean, there can't be 10 PLL mm-hmm. games a weekend in a tour-based system. That being said, though... What are you doing with the guys who still want to be playing lacrosse, maybe playing in the NLL but have to get their work in over the summer when the MLL folds and doesn't have anywhere else to go and there's only 6 teams in the PLL but so much damn talent? I mean, this is kind of the I don't want to say worry of me, but it's like if if they don't expand, like where are these dudes playing? Right. And but does that also mean that guys like I mean, this is going to sound kind of negative and kind of sad, but, like, do guys like Greg and Kyle Harrison, do they retire? Because, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean it wouldn't they're, shock they're, they're hitting me. that
1: part of their career. Now. It wouldn't shock me with Kyle because, one, he'd still be involved with the league because Completely. he's an in initial founder I would, with Paul and he Tom would Schreiber.
0: Be, I would I would love to see him be a coach, honestly. Yeah. Be a coach and run all of the awesome um, multicultural stuff that he's been doing and... LGBTQ plus stuff. I mean, it's all amazing work that he does. And then so, Greg's
1: got the injury factor right now, right, where Greg's he just hasn't been able to injury. stay healthy for half the season.
0: Right, and I mean, it's just the reoccurring injury. However, it was kind of weird. Every other week, it said hamstring under his injury, mm-hmm. but this week it said back. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he did anything to mess up his back recently. But it's he's in. He said he'll be in
1: Hamilton, ready to play. So I'm pretty excited. We'll see how that. I, I'm hoping. For the sake of Redwoods and the position they're in, too. Nothing against your whip snakes, but they dress both Greg and Jerry just so that in case Greg gets injured, you have that.
0: Right. And I'm sure they will because Jerry, I mean, he looked pretty good last week. Mm-hmm. He looked healthy.
1: He looked like he was ready to get after it. I He's mean, hanging out with Kevin Crowley this week. Oh, was he really? Yeah, yeah, was I, going, I know they're kind of tight. Kevin posted him on his Instagram. They were hanging out in Vancouver.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, Kevin, great guy. I mean, he does whatever he wants during the summer. And, um, yeah, Flo-go. Kevin's
1: literally <laughs> in a different city every single day.
0: And the sad part is he's not even like doing lacrosse camps. He's just like
1: it's trying to just <laughs> But hey, man, that's the most light. of his lacrosse stuff happens in the winter. In though. the
0: winter and beginning of the summer. <clears throat> and so, like once it's over, I mean, you just worry about your MLL games mm-hmm. and then travel, dude. He's he's living it up because I mean that's that's what I want to be doing too. But another guy who's not a really big proponent. of the PLL for the reason that I'm kind of stating Mm -hmm. right now is like we need expansion, we need more guys, we need more talent to filter into these systems. It'll also help grow the game, I think, because that's just, what, 20 guys per team, let's say. Mm -hmm. that's Let's say they had two teams, that's 40 more Instagram accounts for people to follow, or Twitter too, people to follow, grow the sport, get more words out there, grow the game. I mean... This is what you're trying to do and through social media that's what's gonna do it because all of these guys have social media these days and they all are pretty proficient at it.
1: And it's gonna open up more jobs for the league itself, too, because you're right. gonna need people to run two more team accounts. You're gonna need people to be around those teams because you're gonna if if it goes to eight teams, it's going to be two games per day during that right and that is completely manageable for Mm -hmm. tv and like event
0: status but as soon as it starts breaking into six six games a weekend that's that's when it gets to be like a little hairy Mm -hmm. however i mean i think that it's completely manageable right now
1: and my theory of when that happens mm -hmm. is there's going to be separate separate venue that's what i was thinking too like or like
0: separate stops so like maybe like four teams are out west four teams are on the Mm -hmm. east coast or something and then they'll eventually go to those flip so you get to see every team Yeah. yeah no that was my thinking too but i can only imagine being paul rabel and just thinking like Oh, God, we're going to add two teams. Then you think about, okay, that's going to be ten more employees in the office. That's going to be two more training staff members. That's going to be two more of this, two more of that. And it's like, dude, these numbers, I can only imagine how stressed he can get just like hearing. That's,
1: that's more numbers than that comment about Lil Uzi saying we're in Yeah, it is.
0: I mean, it adds up to be like much more. I would rather do the math on the weird money stacks standing comment <laughs> thing. I, who even is Lil Uzi what?
1: He's, uh, Lil Uzi he's a Vert? rapper from Philly. Oh, he's a rapper. Yeah, Wappa. You probably know like one of his popular songs if you heard it.
0: Maybe, yeah, yeah. I went to college parties back in the um, day.
1: This weekend, I have I have some tasks for you, Herm. All right, let's you hear them. You'll be in Canada, so my parents were in Canada recently. Okay, and they got me this really badass like beard wash. Oh, do you need more of that? I might need you to have you cop me another bottle. Is it from Roots? Uh I'm not hundred percent sure. I mean sure, this doesn't really do I will, shit like that, but yeah. I will check. So that's on my shopping list. Okay. Number two on the shopping list. You gotta bring home some maple syrup. I mean I could just go to Vermont for that, dude. That too. But I mean it's Canada. Yeah, I mean they have, there fancy, is nothing, they have fancy they have fancy packaging.
0: There is nothing better than some like actual maple syrup, not the like yes. reduced corn syrup bullshit that like everywhere mm-hmm. in the world gets these days. The Maple syrup is a phenomenal thing. How yeah, I can I can get with that. Okay. Um. What else What else is on this? That's list?
1: all that's there right now. It okay. Do you want
0: like a Drake signature or something? Do you want like a? Yeah,
1: I'm not a big Drake guy.
0: Really? Okay. So I'm I'm doing the Hockey Hall of Fame. Uh. Do you if want you, a you, Hockey Hall of Fame T-shirt or something? Hey, if you run
1: into our boys, Arkells.
0: Yeah, I mean, if the Arkells are around, I'll have to hook up with them. They. Uh... They're pretty cool. Shout out to the homies. They do our
1: intro and outro music for this pod as well. They
0: are awesome. They are a huge band in Canada. And um, I might even just have to pick up some Toronto rock stuff. Maybe like a hat. Maybe I'll run into Nick Rose. He can show me how to rock that hat. He's the man. He is the man. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited, though. I mean, It's going to be a fun weekend. I have, I have my own shopping list. One is uh, getting a Maple Leaf tattoo. Okay. Because, I mean, I miss Canada. Ink. I miss Canada every time I'm not there, and I, I like to think that one day I'll live there. So, I mean, and I get tattoos whenever I leave the country and go to another one. So, that's going to be on the shopping list. Um, we're going to a Toronto Blue Jays game, so I'll probably get a hat. Because a good I'm, I'm an avid hat guyer, that's, that's what I do when I go to games. Yeah, I mean, I already own two of them, so I could just bring those. But why do that when you could just spend more Snag money? A new one. However, we're doing Niagara Falls again. That's going to be cool because it's been a while since my sister's been in Canada, and so she wanted to do it, and that'll be it'll be interesting. I think it's called like the Mystic Maze mm-hmm. of Waterfalls or something. I don't remember, but I'm pretty excited, man. And um, yeah, so if you guys are going to be in Canada or in the general area of toronto and hamilton just say what's up uh if you want to get on the vlog let me know because we have a few vlogs coming out this weekend we have pll vlogs and then we have herm vlogs so
1: um, herm has a mission too for people if you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five star rating and review you get those exclusive otb stickers and you can be like miles jones and yell and be like where's my sticker um so yeah if you want to you want those exclusive OTB stickers up in Canada. That's all just, you got to do. Just subscribe, get on the vlog, and I'll give you a sticker. And then spread the word of
0: Outside the Box Podcast Bingo. to all your friends, family, and extended relatives. <laughs> <laughs> and your dogs. And your dogs and cats and parrots and whatever kind of animals people have these days in their households. However, I think we need to talk a little NLL.
1: Before we dive into NLL, though, Arm, we got to get our predictions. Oh, yeah. Predictions for the weekend. All right. You go first. Chaos, Archers. Uh, I'm rocking with Archers this weekend. Wow. I think Chaos, although Deemer said you know, on the pod this week for the recap that you know, it was kind of status quo business as usual, I think they're going to be a little bit on their high horse after clinching a playoff spot, and Archers is just going to really? launch the arrows, and they're going to keep solidifying that playoff spot for themselves.
0: You know what I haven't said on, or any of us have said on the pod in a lot of weeks, actually? ring that bell i could not disagree more (laughs) i think that the chaos are coming out ready to eat this weekend and i think that they're almost going to play with a whole new level of freedom and just fun that is going to propel them into a landslide win and that's nothing against the boys from archers i just think that chaos is ready to pop off and i think they might even put probably score like 22 goals
1: Fair enough. We'll I'm agree disagree.
0: 22! Uh,
1: Chrome Atlas in the battle of what we'll potentially see in the playoffs uh, for that first round pick. Uh, I'm going Chrome. Yeah, no, me too, man.
0: I, after last week's win, I think it's hard not to take Chrome because they are a goal scoring machine. They have a ton of talent. Gutty's just gutty and unreal. Domstarge is going to take this team to the promised land eventually. And Atlas is atlas is struggling man i mean i don't know what it is about them there there's just something not clicking with the squad and i think that it's just going to kind of carry on through the playoff not through the playoffs but up until the playoffs so through this week and albany which i'm also excited for um if you haven't already go get your u albany t-shirts that it's getting released today um and then yeah uh, i'm just excited to see what the K-
1: chrome can come out and do cue the uh Chip Skylark remix, my shiny, team and, my shiny me. team and me. I'll see myself out. Yeah. Bye. Um, final game, whips redwoods. We kind of already know where we're both going with this one. Uh, I'm gonna go redwoods. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fam. Uh, whip snakes by ten. That's just disrespectful. <laughs> we were watching Stephen A. Smith clips before we started recording. Too. That is blasphemous. blasphemous. That is just so dis- – you are banned from talking lacrosse for the day. Stay off the weed door. <laughs> uh. uh, I'm going Redwoods, but it's going to be really close. It's
0: going to be a close game no matter what. I think we get an overtime game, actually. And That'll be fun. We haven't had I mean, one of those in a long a, time. We haven't had a little overtime action in a couple of weeks. I mean, we had, so ma- we had so many in the beginning of the season that they were just like, okay, guys, we've got to chill a, out. We haven't had
1: season. an overtime in the second half of the season yet is that right yeah i guess so dc I mean, was the last one with redwoods and does Archers? the all-star game count that's fair i mean
0: it, yeah meh yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah um no yeah i'm pretty excited i think that it'll be a huge huge weekend for the whip snakes if we can pull out this win we clinch a playoff spot if we can pull off this win and uh chaos loses we get that one seed back so
1: i mean it'll be interesting <laughs> there's some nll news not too much to talk about but a little bit uh one involves your quote-unquote air quotes calgary roughnecks uh why was there air quotes they're my team boy (laughs) you know i was actually
0: reading an article the other day on might have been like gq or something to be honest with you but it was like top five cities to live in in the in the world and calgary was number three so, I mean, don't be shocked. Fun fact. Uh, they re signed Jesse King to a two year contract. Hell yeah, we did. The King is back, baby. Nice flow, beautiful smile. He's going to do it on the floor. Maybe drop the mitts once a season. I am s- s- just excited.
1: Honestly, I'm pretty stoked. And the other big NLL news that happened uh, was that the NLL and the Intercollegiate Men's Lacrosse Coaches Association, or the IMLCA, have officially announced a strategic partnership to help grow the game of lacrosse. Uh, As part of this historic collaboration, the NLL will partner at uh, the IMLCA's annual meeting in Baltimore, Maryland, and host an indoor pro night where NLL coaches, executives, and players will demonstrate indoor play strategy and skills to the coaches association.
0: Yeah, I think we got a hint of this last week when they were at juniors, and um, I think it's awesome. It's a great way to start filtering guys up through the ranks of junior lacrosse and everything that is prior to the NLL, and get more guys flowing into the system of the NLL itself, especially as we inch and creep towards expansion towards maybe like 30 teams. So,
1: I mean, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Now, unfortunately, we won't be able to attend this because we'll be in Columbus, but uh, in addition, the IMLCA will assist the NLL with an invite-only box lacrosse combine on September 7th and 8th at the Wings Training Center at the Flyer Skate Zone in Voorhees, Uh, New Jersey, where graduating NCAA lacrosse athletes can try out to potentially further their lacrosse careers by playing in the National Lacrosse League, the world's largest indoor lacrosse league. Five players from last year's Combine transitioned into the NLL, including a bunch of wings, three of them. uh, Goa Abrams, Mm -hmm. Liam Burns, Dave Amala, Jules Henningberg, friend of the pod. He's pretty good at lacrosse. And Patrick Resch. Oh, I love Pat. Yeah.
0: No, that's awesome, dude. I mean, I, I... Good luck to all the dudes coming to our to our area for this. I mean, it's just it's growing, man. It's great to hear every week. There's another event, another something to get people the opportunity to play at the professional level. And I mean, to do it in Voorhees, where the wings are, and the I mean, NLL
1: headquarters is Philly, but it's pretty sick. Mm -hmm. And I mean, of those five guys that transitioned last year, only Liam Burns had previous NLL experience. Uh, being a 2016 Georgia Swarm draft pick. Right. But Goa Abrams, Burns, and Resch all obviously played with the Wings, and we got to cover them up close. Uh, Imala played seven games with New England, and then Jules was a third-round pick in the entry draft by the Seals. So. Right, and Jules, I mean, he's going to go off his mm-hmm. NLL season. I'm pretty stoked for that. And then the Wings had a little bit of sad news. We couldn't sign Miller because we are a bunch of uh, yeah, by a... sneaky fools. <laughs> so that was announced uh in this run of news, too, the league voided the signing of Brandon Miller per bylaw uh, four B seven and is not permitted to sign the player prior to September first, twenty nineteen. So.
0: Yeah, but I'm not too too worried about anybody yeah. else scooping him up or anything. I think that'll be a wing. Just have to you just have to wait it out. Sometimes you know the league doesn't doesn't allow those uh, little uh, things to run across the table that Paul Day maybe tried to pull off there. But um, you know it was probably one of those fine print things that we just missed or something i mean it's all good it's all good i'm not worried we'll have miller on that roster before we know it however i got a guy in my mind that i want on the wings roster more than anybody in the freaking world who it is the greatest tight end to ever play football tom brady's stud rob gronkowski okay you beat me to it i I was i was gonna keep hyping him up there for a minute ultra music festival
1: <laughs> mascot <laughs> yeah no rob gronkowski man i mean he's making and, an announcement in two weeks i believe they said yeah and then the nll was throwing like eyeball emojis around it Our so pal sask rush fan also uh tweeting something out with it from a reliable source reliable team. source but i mean no offense but like Is gronk's
0: sure? not i don't think gronk's me playing lacrosse man i mean yeah. as much as i would love to see it i think gronk is gonna
1: be like announcing a new charity or something <laughs> yeah uh but i'll pull up the old uh release here but yeah gronk has an announcement coming uh in the next couple august 27th he has a press conference where he'll announce something but surely not a return to football for now can and you a lot imagine of people are just throwing out the fun speculation that he is going to uh sign an nll contract because so many former uh football players are now transitioning to the lacrosse game
0: can you imagine gronk playing lacrosse
1: that'd be absurd it would
0: probably be the greatest thing ever he would just body people like straight up bulldoze guys to the net i mean you'd have to teach it i mean he's probably decent at cradling i mean he could figure it out Mm -hmm. and then just drop it in the net (laughs) that'd be bonkers like just intimidate the goalie, drop it in the net. would be really fun on defense. Oh, it'd be great, dude. I mean, I think I. think but I think of him as an offensive guy, you know, tight end, a lot of touchdowns in football. Obviously athletic enough to be an offenseman. Maybe a transition guy. Dude, make him a Fogo. Yeah. I mean, he will body someone up. I just, I want to But Gronk's also lost a ton of weight. He's looking yes. a little bit slimmer, you know. A lot of people are kind of concerned. I would be too. A lot of HGH leaving that body. <laughs> but, Dude, I mean. I think that anyone who retires from a sport like football or something, where you retired at a pretty young age, mm-hmm. has the opportunity to potentially, with any lacrosse background, make a switch into the NLL and just try and use the athleticism that you gained playing that professional sport and converting it to the floor. So. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw a few more big-name people maybe make a switch because we know a lot of guys played lacrosse prior to their football careers mm-hmm. or vice versa. Or
1: interested in getting into the or,
0: game. Right. So, I mean, just that's one way to grow the game super quickly and make it just that much more fun to watch. I mean, a guy like Gronk is going to sell out a stadium every single time they mm-hmm. play there. It's like freaking, what's that dude's name, the Jesus guy, the um, uh, baseball Mets. Um, Tim Tebow. It's like when Tim Tebow <laughs> came to baseball. like Everybody wanted to see Tim Tebow play baseball.
1: That is basically what Gronk is to lacrosse. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Um, Gronk, if you want to come on the podcast and talk about lacrosse, <laughs> we should feel that'd free. Be, be um, but I think that's all we got for you guys this week. Make sure you're following Herm on Twitter, at OTBHerm. He's going to take you through all the good stuff happening in Canada this weekend. Uh, and make sure you're following outside the box on Twitter at OTB lax pod at underground PHI for the network pod, uh, podcast, Twitter. And then, uh, make sure you leave those five-star ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts. They go a long, long way, uh, for more people to find the podcast, get on board the hype train as Matt Rambo would said before it's too late. Uh, and then if you haven't already upgrade your phone, but if not, we're on Spotify, Google play SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, make sure you get your Newman Nukes merchandise, too, on our Design Tree storefront. Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia on Design Tree's website. It's dsgntree.com. You can follow them on Twitter, as well, at dsgntree. And you can use the promo code GSGN 5 for $5 off your order at checkout. So get get those Newman Nukes t-shirts ready for the playoffs. Wear them in Columbus. Wear them in New York. But especially... Wear them in Philly.
0: Yep. And wear your U uh, Albany shirts that are coming out today on our design tree store front. So you are going to want them if you are a U Albany slash chaos fan. Make sure you pick
1: yours up before Albany because you know what? It's going to be a beautiful time to wear it. So until next time, guys, this has been episode number 63 of the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Herm, make sure you subscribe to his YouTube channel as well. I'm Kyle. We're signing off. Peace.